The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Well, I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like their map? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into... Well, yeah, it's Valentine's Day edition of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sharp in the book, Matt brought the Bostonian. We are live on our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book live on our X Twitter channel at Boston versus the book replayed on Sirius XM and on sports grid where you saw a whole lot of us last night, five hours of us last night. We'll go back to our normal BVB two hour slot here until Friday when you guys see us doing in game live on sports grid. How are you, sir? Are you? All taken care of. Have you crossed every T and dotted every I for the day that is Valentine's Day? All right. <clears throat> My voice is going. Of course. Arm hurts. Non-stop. I feel like I just pitched <laughs> running around this morning. Somebody right before the show. I pulled into the driveway and he was waiting outside with flowers for my daughter. Whoa. Turned out that was a football coach that she's playing quarterback for. Middle can sig and said, come to practice. We miss you. Blah, 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 blah. Happy Valentine's Day. Brought two sets. One specifically for Kelsey. One for the rest of the house because he knows all the women live here. I said, thank you. Because I didn't. That's okay. Oh, we'll have a lot to say about that. Everyone's waiting. We're, we're, we're going to talk to Steve Brubaker here for in a second. And then we're going to, I'll get into the whole, everyone wants to hear this, if you are an OG, meaning you've been listening to my radio show dating back to 2001, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to say today. So, and you know yep. why I'm wearing black today. So this is not like new, oh. just so everyone understands yep. before we get into it, just at the top, I need to explain something. Did I send someone a Valentine's day? Yes. Okay. Yes. I participated in some form or fashion, small, but I did participate in it. Not my daughter. She wants no part of this. She thinks it's a made up fake holiday. Mm. She didn't want to do Valentine's Day gift for anyone at school. Mm. She didn't want a Valentine's Day gift for me. Mm. She wanted no candy, flowers, zip, zero, nothing. She wants nothing to do with it. Nine years old, and she hasn't figured out. I said, one of this is one of the proudest moments of a father that I have had with you, that you know the scam that this whole thing is. Wow. She said, why do I want to give something that I have to give? I don't want to give somebody. And why does somebody have to be forced to give me something that I don't want from them? Oh. And I said, absolutely right. A hundred percent correct. So we're. When I say what I'm going to say, you're going to see the comment section. You're going to see the the tweets and everything else because everyone gets very upset when I yeah. start to step on this day. They do. Because for some people, this yep. day means something. Yep. For people that actually think <clears throat> out loud and don't buy into the scam of Valentine's Day, you will agree with what I am going to say oh my. about the scam that oh is my. Valentine's Day. This there is a go. full-blown scam. And everyone knows it's a full-blown scam. I have come with receipts, by the way. I have evidence. And I have actually, oh. I have stats to throw oh. out today oh, on this boy. stuff about oh, why no. it is such a gigantic scam. So oh, boy. we will do all that later in the program. Right. So just right. hold on. 
calm down. Steve Brubaker is going to be here. He's actually in the green room right now. In the, in, in the meantime, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, all that stuff. Uh, we get the favorite thing about today at the end, which, I mean, we're going to get to the favorite thing about Valentine's <laughs> Day after Brubaker. We've got a surprise guest. You hit me with a surprise guest yesterday. We'll have a surprise guest Ooh. later. Okay. You, it's not really a surprise to you because yeah, I have to right. tell you because so yeah. you can bring them in, but you know who it is. The audience does not know who it Correct. is. Yeah. So we're going to have, uh, we're going to have. So let's talk guest. about this at the top and then we'll yep. bring Steve in to kind of help us getting through. Okay. Yes. So a study came out in Connecticut of all yes. places, <laughs> living Connecticut. Okay. Here we go. Of all places, this <laughs> damn state. Oh boy. Half of sports bets in Connecticut are made by problem gamblers. Uh, Richard Blumenthal, who is the guy that I told you is going to lead the charge for some form of federal legislation, tweets immediately after this comes out. Yeah. This reports devastating findings. Oh, boy. That one half of all bets in Connecticut are placed by problem gamblers proves the need for my grit act. That's his act. My grit act. He's a senator. Everyone telling me I don't know what I'm talking about in terms of federal laws being passed for sports betting. Open your damn eyes. Mm. This common sense legislation, it's always common sense, uses existing federal funding to help those get uh, with those struggling with gambling addiction or problem gambling the assistance that they need. So, Dave, I want to go. Okay, let's get everyone on on, on the same path here. What is the GRIT Act? Okay, this is the GRIT Act. GRIT, G-R-I-T, GRIT. The GRIT Act would set aside 50% of federal, federal, Okay, this is a federal bill, guys. When we're talking about this, people are like, there's no federal. This is low on the totem pole. No one's paying attention. He's already introduced the bill. It's already been, it's already been a sports betting bill introduced to Congress. Mm. 50% of the federal sports excise tax revenue for gambling addiction treatment and research, authorizing for 10 years and require the Secretary of Health and Human Services to submit a report to Congress on the effectiveness of the program within three years of passing the GRIT Act. Not increased taxes on Americans. It simply sets aside a funding stream for problem gambling treatment and research that will continue to increase as online sports wagering becomes more prominent. Not increase government bureaucracy, but rather utilize existing HSS programs and procedures. Our own rep here in Nevada, Diana Titus, has said, doesn't every state have already this in place? They have already problem gambling funds set aside. So why do we need a federal oversight of the whole thing? Fair question. No, I would say so. I would say so. Yes. But if you think this dude's not going to make this his, his couch topic for in an election year oh, boy. in 2024, yeah. this is Richard Blumenthal is going to do this guys. Like you want to talk about who's going to lead the charge for federal oversight of sports betting. Yep. He's telling you what he's doing. He's he's he was on the sixty minutes. Why did he sit down for this for the whole piece for sixty minutes? <laughs> he was on that piece. First of all, you tagged me on the tweet with Richard Blumenthal yes. this morning, and I thought, here we go. Now we're getting the politicians involved directly with us. Nothing good comes from this. <laughs> Nothing good. So I was like, oh, he's done it now. Then the irony of him being in Connecticut, I yes, it's, laughed it's, out it's loud. Tremendous. We know how you feel about Connecticut. Yes. So we had to go, I had to go get a guy who basically tells the truth. Yes. He basically doesn't give a shit yes. about how things are done or have been done. He tells you like it is. I said, we got to go get Brew for the show today. And there he is. 
Steve Brubaker. Brew, great to see you. Please help How us. are you? I'm doing great. I did. Uh, can you hear me all right? Yes, yeah, sir. We can hear you great. So I had to wear my Mastodon T-shirt. I don't have all the good gear that you guys have, but I do have a Mastodon, <laughs> Mastodon T-shirt. Good enough, though. I, I was going to wear. I was going to wear my Parkway Drive T-shirt, which is <laughs> a metalcore band. But Parkway Drive T-shirt is a little faded, so I wanted to uh, go with uh, Dave. Have you ever heard a song by Mastodon? I'm sorry. Not, not no, I'm saying Dave. I'm seeing if Dave's ever heard a song played by Mastodon. I'm curious. I don't think so. <laughs> I, 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 I might so. pay money to have you listen to a Mastodon song. <laughs> I love fine. Mastodon. I've been to see Mastodon. Yeah. And I, okay. I don't have any sports hats, but I did have this hat my uncle gave Look at me. That. that is great. Look at that. I thought it's I'd a, wear that for a little while. Like These Curious George. It looks like the man in yellow. That looks <laughs> amazing. The official Stetson. <laughs> oh, wow. My brain is too large. My gourd is too large <laughs> for it to fit all the way on. So uh, we'll just have to go for this for a little while. And I had two other hats lined up, but uh, we'll have to tell uh, Alex Kane an apology because my son stole my sport trade hat. Uh, and so it. I have another one I'll put on in a little bit. Uh, I did want to share this. This Mastodon shirt came from my son for Christmas. Nice. Uh, my other son got me these for Christmas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, those are great. The kids know. The kids really know. I mean, they don't hold back. When they get you that stuff, you know it's what? in love, which is perfect for Valentine's Day. Today, I wore them to Walmart to recently. <laughs> Make sense of this for us, Brew. Like, Council no, awesome. Peralt here wants to just pass federal legislation. I don't, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, don't say that. I don't want to pass anything. I'm saying they're going to try. I'm, they're going to try to do it. They, this GRIT Act is the first of what will be others to come behind it. Everyone's telling me that the government is not going to try to pass laws. Steve, the GRIT Act is a law, is it not? Well, it's a bill. It's a bill that could be a law. Uh, and, um, you know, this is the beginning. We had we had this thing here pop up. We've had some other problems uh, with the OSBs over the last couple of years. One being breaches, breaches of databases. That it gets people's attention. Uh, I actually had my uh, identity stolen, and two of the items that they used to steal my identity was my driver's license number and my social security number. Well, where do those go when you sign up for a sports betting app? right in their database. So is that part of that breach? I can't tell you that. Uh, but those are the kinds of things that get people's attention. This con Connecticut story uh, is super important. And I talked about that a little bit uh, the other day when it came out before, you know, New York and Penn blew everything to shit. And that's right. all anybody wanted to talk about. Uh, but the interesting piece of that is not the half of betters are, uh, are problem gamblers. It's the, the, um, the, number or the percentage of bet bettors that are doing all the gambling in Connecticut. 7% is what this, uh, what this article said. So you have the whole industry sitting on a point of 7%. Uh, and if you're a stock person and anything bad happens, like more bills like Matt's talking about or some other issue with a breach, um, the guys that are funding all this, that are pushing the money into these companies so they can do the promos and all that, they get nervous. Stock prices might go down. So that's something you have to think about. Uh, but back to your point, Matt, um, what do governments do? That's that's an important thing to think about in, in your thing. They raise money and they spend money. 
that is their primary goal. And if you go to any state, uh, we just had uh, some discussion with the Davos bill, uh, iGaming bill in New York. Uh, he couldn't get it into the governor's budget. So probably not going to happen. So they know that the budgets are primary and raising and spending money are the most important thing that's going to happen in any legislature uh, or, the, or the Congress. But do members have some power? Yes. Uh, and, and can Blumenthal do something with this? Maybe. But it, like Matt Brown said earlier, you guys saw the tweet from Matt Brown. Yeah, I think yeah. he responded to it, Dave. Um, Matt was right on. I mean, this is an issue that is important to the gaming industry and betters. It's important to people that sports bet. Um, but that's not raising money through taxes and spending money on programs that get people reelected. Now, Blumenthal will use this. I think you're right on that. I think he will use this all the way. I don't, I don't even know if he's up for election. I didn't look. But he still, every legislator wants to get in the news with something as often as they can. So this is great. Half of the betters in freaking Connecticut are problem gamblers. That's giant. Even though it's really not what the stats say, it's only 1.8% and then blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't matter. That's what's out there. That's what they produce in their headline. But don't uh, so the you do numbers have to worry about matter? That. Like you just said it, like they, they, they can just say that and there's no ramifications. This thing is a bill and the steps from getting to a bill to a law it seems like it's one step, but it's gigantic. No, no right? it's hard. Like it, no, 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 it, it takes it's forever. Very, very hard. Yeah, I'm going to change my hats while we're talking. Go ahead. Okay. But the this point, the, the point I'm making is, is that it. I, I didn't say a bill was going to get passed before right. the election. Right, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I said a bill was going to be submitted before the yep. election, and it's already I in agree. there. They've already submitted a bill that's going to impact the gaming industry, and I think we're going to see it. The next step, or the first step of what could be many steps to come, is this, and then. Steve, don't you think there could potentially be a bill that will address what happens in the advertising space at some point? Yeah, I think there needs to be, and I think there will be. Uh, whether we get it through Congress right now, I don't know. It, I think you really, I mean, this study is important to Blumenthal because he's from Connecticut. Right. Uh, if we see one of these in another major state, I know I mentioned on Twitter today, and I don't call it X, although, you know, you got to spell it with X. Neither do we. Neither do we. Twitter to us, too. Um, we call it Twitter. Yeah, so, yeah. and... The I, I mentioned it today. The chairman of the Illinois House uh, Gaming Committee, Dan Didich, a heck of a nice guy, young man, um, knows gaming, uh, used to play some poker, and uh, he's a very smart guy. Uh, but he filed a bill on problem gaming and establishing a study committee with some prominent people on it. I think that's going to go through. And when you see states do things like that, uh, I think the steps are being put in place to have a broader discussion of what's going on. And one thing that, that I talk about quite often is where is all the data that is most most damaging to the sports books in the OSB databases? So some states, Illinois is one of them. I've seen the language in other places. They give the regulator the authority to go down to the account level and look at things. Um, if we see a lot more of this stuff, stuff come up, uh, I would expect more regulators to feel the pressure from, you know, state state government uh, legislators to, hey, let's do a study and let's look at the account number. I'm not talking about people's names. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about what is going on in those accounts. And so when you see accounts that the guy is burning money every day, four or five times, burning through all his cash and put more money, burn through his cash and put more money in. 
that's the problem gambler, or it can be. It doesn't have to be. Some people just manage right. their money differently. I, I put my money in an account, and it's, it's been in the same damn accounts for three years, and I don't take anything right. out. Um, but some some people do move it in and out every day. Fine, whatever whatever you're comfortable with. But that kind of data is available, and what you what the books don't want is they don't want government getting looking at Connecticut, looking at something coming out of Illinois in the future, looking someplace else, some other state that does something. Uh, they don't want that to happen because that data is damning. Uh, it's a problem uh, for these guys. And well, what and about it, the guy that, that worked for Jacksonville Jaguars? That, that no. was really stealing the money and putting it in through the account and betting and doing all and that nobody stuff. at the book noticed that apparently. Apparently <laughs> yeah, that not. Happened. And those was a gigantic number, Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that oh, what about uh, what about Tayshawn uh, Bout, whatever I pronounce his Bute, name? Yep. He came up, uh, yeah. The LSU guy that's going to New England or something. $132,000 bet out of account that was not in his name. It was uh, some other person's name in money that did not come out of his pocket. It came from his mother's credit card, according to the media uh, stories. That's what people will look at. I mean, regulars will say, wait, well, first of all, you know, and I think uh, I just saw it today or yesterday, New York, or oh, it's Massachusetts is doing something with DraftKings right. on uh, credit card use from out of state. Well, whose right. freaking credit card is it? I mean, if, if <laughs> right. KYC has to work, you have to know who the customer is and you have to know where the damn money's coming from. I mean, this is stuff people will look at. Is that burden on the book? I used to sit in the books here in Vegas and somebody would come up to the counter before all the KYC stuff and dump 20 dimes on the counter and say, I want to bet the sons tonight. Okay. We count the money. We get their ID. We log it on the log. We, we, we type the ticket. They are, they're on their way. Now you have to go through a proctology exam. You might have to give a <laughs> blood test. They're going to do an ancestry.com study quick to find out who you are and who, you know, Okay, so it's, the burden is, has changed. But in your opinion, is the burden on the book? I mean, it's not enough to just take the bet and manage the risk. we got to find out where the money's coming from. Well, it, does the person have an account? Is there a requirement in Nevada that if somebody bets at a retail operation that they have to have an account? I would bet no. no. So that, that regulation doesn't change for a retail uh, book. You can still walk in anywhere, I think, and put your money on the counter and place a bet. Uh, d- does people look at that later? Probably not. Cause retail betting is what, you know, outside of Vegas, retail betting is 5% of uh, right. the total spend, <laughs> but you know, to, you have to, the thing, the whole thing with the United States is each state is its own ecosystem, right? So in order to be able to operate it as an OSB in a state, you have to have everything inside, which means you have to know who the person is. You have to have an account. All those things have to be in place, not in the retail books, but in the OSBs. And that's where they're collecting all that data. Is it on the books? Yep, it's on the books. You're taking the information. You're telling legislators that the KYC works. Well, it surely did not work for Kayshawn Bout. How do you pronounce his name? Well, I didn't uh, didn't thank uh, Jeffrey Benson for the count. Thank you, you, Jeffrey. Very nice. Very good friend of the show. One thing that Dave and I talk a lot about, Steve, and and this is going back to the the advertising conversation, is is that in Europe, they've already done this and gone down the road of limiting who can Mm -hmm. advertise where and what and what type of advertising you're allowed to do. I know that in this country, it's difficult to get anyone to agree on anything, but 
as these ads start to become more and more cumbersome and people start to get more and more annoyed with the over saturation of sports betting advertising that is seen across all broadcasts, do you think the public sentiment may go the way of DFS where the public finally said, we're done with this fix it government. And they came in and they really took down all the DFS advertising. You know, it could, it could. I also think there's a lot of burnout, um, you know, mostly because I read all these bills and I pay attention to the industry. I don't even, you know, how many, how many times do you pay attention to Kevin Hart talking about whatever he talks about? I don't know. <laughs> you know, who does? Yeah. I, I, they just, they're just something, they're white noise. You don't pay uh, attention to them any more than you pay to pay attention to the uh, the freaking old people selling insurance, you know, it's like right. yeah, every other commercial is somebody trying to sell you insurance or a car, car, uh, auto, uh, insurance for your engine that blows up, uh, which is a horrible <laughs> idea. Don't do that. Yes. Don't, you <laughs> know, take care of your freaking car people. It's not that yeah. big a deal. Well, you know. do you pay attention to the same game parlays? One of the best things oh, you dude. did in the past years <laughs> was, you went in 50 days in a row. You did a same game parlay offered by the book. I can't remember. I know it was single digits, Steve. How many did you hit? Tell the people. One, One. in 50. One, One in 50 days. Out of 50. And what yeah. did that experiment teach you, sir? It, I, it really taught me that if I'd hit three, I'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> but I hit my four, probably four, because uh, that that one uh, that one uh, hit was twelve dollars. These are all dollar bets, mind you. So I was never okay. going to. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to make any money. I was just trying to show that SGPs are dog shit and you shouldn't bet them. So, uh, and I so, think I proved so you that. won twelve. You won one that won you twelve dollars. Twelve dollars and eighty four cents. Yeah. So twelve a twelve to one return. Yeah. So over the over the course of the experiment, you Stop wound up down. Yeah. 38 yeah. bucks. Yeah. 38 but bucks. The best part of that whole thing for me, because I like, I like to have fun. You notice, you know, my crock nuts and whatever else I like to have right. fun. Um, that after that 50 days, I went to the gas station and bought 50 scratchers and I scratched them all off $1 scratchers. So it'd be the same bet. I won $362 on freaking scratchers. Wow. So scratchers are better for you than SGPs. In we my got friends very in the audience. Little, <laughs> we got yeah. friends in the audience that love you right now. <laughs> that are, sure, some of our not. friends are involved in that business that they're very yeah. happy to see that come across. So it's I, a I did, 380 degree turn. I did talk to my nephew. Uh, he was in town the other day and we took him to dinner. My wife and I, my wonderful wife of 41 years, Karen. I always, I always throw that number out there because it's hard to stay lo- married that long. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I talked to my nephew and he went in and he'd buy the whole books. You can buy a whole Ooh. book oh my. of scratches. And he did that. I think two times the first time he won, like, I don't know what he won, $1,800 or $2,000. And he went back in, he lost it all. <laughs> so yeah, you know, yeah. scratches are not good either. No, my grandfather used to, that was, that was, we used to get hundred dollar bills and they started giving us $50 in cash and $50 in scratch tickets. And that was our, our present for Christmas. Yeah. All, all 17 of his grandkids, <laughs> he would just give us all, he would just give it all. And then we'd all scratch it off and see what we want. And you know, half the time we didn't, you know, we didn't win anything, but it was, in Massachusetts, I where I am gamble from, as a child, oh, I should the, be in prison. Debating it, I, I, that's <laughs> no what I question. 100%. My grandfather was a bookie, so he got me straight there into it. Go. So yes, All so right. like, but that was in Massachusetts. I don't know why, but Mass has the highest number of people who buy scratch tickets on the regular. 
more than any other state in the entire union. I don't know why my home state is so, you know, you go to the, the we call it the package store, go to the liquor store, you go buy a bottle, you go buy a six pack of beer and you buy five or six scratch tickets. It's, it's probably like, from the numbers game, Dave. It's, that was a city yep. like a lot of cities that ran numbers, the, the mafia oh. or the other people yep. ran numbers. Tampa was a big town like that. I actually read a book recently about the numbers games and uh, I think they call it Belletti uh, <laughs> down there in, in, uh, in Tampa. <laughs> You know, all those guys in Cigar City and, and Ybor City, uh, they ran those games uh, and uh, it went all through until they passed the lotteries. And that's what lotteries really replaced. They replaced yep. the numbers game. Chicago was a big numbers game town. You know, I'm sure Boston was. And that's why people buy so many of those tickets now because they're, they're ingrained. It's ingrained in yep. their nature. It's just part of our What culture. was your takeaway from the Super Bowl, Steve? I mean, as far as what? Well, I saw your piece out there. Up. If it was boring or not, I, I, I you know, I was, I had, I had a $1 bet at Hard Rock in, in Tampa for a $10 win on the Chiefs. So I was, you know, I was going to roll in the high dollars there if I hit that. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, so I was for the Chiefs, and the first half was pretty sucky for the Chiefs, but uh, they came back, and Mahomes does Mahomes stuff, and uh, and uh, he got it done, and so I got my $10. I also had a, a dollar bet on the uh, freaking 49ers, too, and I would have won $3.20 on that. So, right. you know, I, I had a you know six eighty profit on that deal. There you um, go. There you but go. is Florida booming as far as the business? I mean, like, is it, are you inundated with ads and are you, are, is it just in your They place? have ads. Um, they're, they're the only game in town, so they don't have Monopoly. to do a lot of ads, but they do yeah. ads. Uh, what's, you know, what, you know, it's interesting. Price picks was in the news, uh, yesterday yeah. for paying fifth, almost $15 million fine to like New York nothing. because they went in there without a license. Are you kidding me? Get a goddamn license. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing operating a business with no license? But they, uh, they advertised down there. They, effort, I mean, I live uh, near the capital in Springfield, Illinois, and, um, they advertised price picks was on, I think they were on the feed, the super bowl field feed somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember when that was, but I remember hearing it while I was doing something in the kitchen, but I hear price picks a lot. Uh, and, um, so you do hear some other things in Florida. Uh, I mean, of course I'm in the Tampa market. So you hear the, the, um, the hard rock uh, ads for the casino all the time. You wouldn't believe yeah how many people win just hundreds of thousands of dollars at the hard rock, because it's always on the commercials. <laughs> sure. It's true. Everyone wins. Steve. I want, I want to do a, yeah. I want to do a product placement. This is okay. a full fruit splash. I got it at Menards. Uh, you guys might not have Menards. In I do though. I've been know. there many times. It's yeah. uh, I lived in the South and I lived. Yes. In the Midwest. 25 for a case. Eight twenty-five okay. wow. for a case. Nice it work. goes up 29 cents next week. So if you want oh. a bargain, you got to get in there. Otherwise, you're going to pay an extra 29 cents. The it's price like today, today is not the price tomorrow. <laughs> 41 years married, Valentine's Day. What in the hell does someone do Nothing. for 41 years of Valentine's Day wedded bliss, Steve? Try to explain this to Paul. Well, I am a very lucky person. I am a very lucky person. I ask her, and I always ask her, you want something for Valentine's Day? No. And Bingo. she goes, let's go to the store and we can look at some cards and give them to each other, then put them back. I love this woman. <laughs> That's tremendous. <laughs> give it Except. to each other and put it back. <laughs> tremendous. Love Steve, it. where can people watch and get your stuff, read your stuff? No, that's Steve Brubaker on Twitter. That's it. Where I put it, it in that little box there. I don't know if you can see that. Yep, we can see it. We're coming yep. to Florida and I'm taking you out to lunch or dinner on me. Uh, at some point. What time are you going to be there? 
I'm in right. Illinois now, though. I'm in Illinois till. Uh, oh, you're back in Illinois. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So our Maybe our we'll legislative session started uh, the second week in January. It goes till the end of May. There's some interesting bills uh, this year. I know you're trying to throw me off, and I don't blame you, but I'll keep talking until you yeah. just turn the light <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> But there's an interesting bill about fantasy. We just talked about uh, prize picks in New York. Fantasy yeah. uh, has never had uh, enabling legislation here. They tried uh, in 2016, 2017, but uh, Rivers, um, you know, the Bet Rivers folks, their yep. casino is in Chicago or in the Chicago area is the biggest one. And they didn't want those guys to get a foothold, so they killed those bills. But they're back now because there's a big battle now between prize picks and underdog on one side and the legacy guys, DraftKings and FanDuel on the other side. So there's somebody put a bill in to, to um, legalize it and regulate it here. So it'll be interesting to watch that one as it goes through uh, the cycle. Well, okay, now that we know up. this works, we'll be able to call you back, but we got another guest coming in. So we got to say goodbye. Yeah. Apologize to him. No. See if he's got some crock nuts. <laughs> let me see him on the way out can you can you hold him back up real quick for the guy <laughs> hold him up his earrings <laughs> goodbye on the way out Mike, what are we doing we're gonna get in so much trouble no we're not <laughs> yes we are just cracking nuts. Just cracking nuts. Too good. Steve Brubaker at Steve Brubaker on X Twitter to follow him here on the Bostonian versus the book uh, look just to put a bow on this and, and, and I think it's an interesting look I know everyone doesn't want it to happen and they're all saying it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm just, I'm 46. My dad's in politics. I've been around politics a long time. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> when they start doing what they're doing, the public, oh, they're, they're, these are warning shots. These are warning the shots. Okay. There's if we no don't question. pay it, if you don't prepare and pay attention, everyone's like, and, and look, I love Matt Brown. I mean, Matt and I've spent hours and hours and hours talking about this exact topic. And Matt says, we're really low on the totem pole. No, we're not. Okay. It, it's it's not as low I as you think. I feel like we're driving that car like you were driving on Sunday. Right. And we're, we're it's driving fast, but nobody sees it. Right. Nobody's looking. Right. On a road. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, wait a minute. Things are going to hit and we're going to be right at the front and they're going to go. And it's also, a I also think the grit act could very well just be a test case to say, okay, let's see what happens if we roll it out. Let's see what people's appetite is, both publicly and in the body. Do I have co sponsors? Do I get people from different walks of politic of life? Do, or, do I get a Republican? Does a, a senator from Alabama, a senator from Texas, someone who's anti-gambling, do they want on? Do they want to be a part of this? Do we want to have be a, a bipartisan effort where we stand up there and talk to the soccer moms and say, little Johnny is being dictated to by the sports books and they're stealing all of his money. And you need to protect your kid from all these different advertisements that are and being thrown down your throat. You can see it. Like you can see what they're setting up. and. It's a it's an appetizer to the iCasino. Well, that's the barrier, right? I mean, that's the real. If you're looking to pass an iCasino bill, this is the way to, to to shut it down, right? You can say you guys can't even handle the sports betting. We're not giving you iCasino. What are you crazy? Correct. These kids are already you know diving into debt betting on their local football team. If I can play ten hands of blackjack at twenty five pops a play over ten minutes, and I'm going to lose you know, $200 in a blink of an eye. No way we're giving you that legally. Now it's available. You can still on your now, phone one yeah. on one. It's so easy to do. You got to be careful. You can, you're right. I mean, you can see what's going on. I don't think it's going to happen like, you know, as quickly as some people think it is. 
I, at the speed of it, I don't know, but they're warning shots across the bow. I mean, that I, I got to read more about this grid act, yeah. but that has I mean, Titus is fighting it badly. I mean, t- Titus, I, I give down Titus credit. She's like, wait a minute. This is a redundant bill. Why are you doing this? She wants to get rid of that excise tax. She wants it gone. And so she doesn't want, she thinks the state should just be able to, I mean, it's a mostly a Nevada thing, but she doesn't think that books should be taxed at all. On a, on a federal level. She's like, wait a minute, why is that being dictated to get That's rid of that? the only tax that they pay. Yeah, so they want to get rid of it, which makes sense, right? They want to get rid of that. Well, and right, so but, now... I mean, who's pushing that? Well, Titus has said, and she's asked the question numerous times, where does that money go? And the answer always well, that's is... that's the question you, you always have to ask, right? Well, she, she said, where's well, the money? She yeah. goes, you're taxing the books, where does it go? And the federal government's like, um, it's in the... Uh, do, I, do you have it? Do you have it? Hey, Johnny, you got it? Like they, they, <laughs> they don't know where they don't know where, where, where it goes. Yeah. So that's the question she's had. And now she's like, wait a minute, you can't tell me where the money is. And now you want to take half of the money and go do something the states are already doing, which every state that's got legalized sports betting has to have some gaming problem, gaming type of phone number, website, somebody to get help. Not to mention, you got to prove that that works. If you tell them you're going to spend the money on that, yeah, that better work. Okay. If you're really going to say, well, we're going to help problem gamblers, and this percentage was 50% of the bets are problem gamblers, and all of a sudden, you better make sure that helps. You can't just have the money and, you know, put a label on the bottom of an ad and say, if you've got a problem, call, you know, 1 800 gambler, and we'll, we'll, you know, you get put on hold. You get, it has to work on right. top of everything else. Let's do this topic before we get into yep. the other oh, former my. D3 women's basketball coach <laughs> has been found to have been placing $93,000 in sports bets. The number is the jarring factor. It's over two years that this coach wound up going ahead and, and, and did this. This is in the New York post today of a D3 mm-hmm. women's basketball coach. Is it a big story? Is that surprising to you? I mean, you, the, the coin in, coin out. The first year I lived here, I was playing a lot of um, video poker. Okay. And you get a report at the end of the year, and you see the coin in and coin out number. Yes. I mean, the net was like 2,800, okay. right? But the coin in was, it, it was staggering. I'm like, wait a second. That was, we put how much through the machine? What? Right. And then- when you start to see the reports in a book, because you can always get an activity report and uh, a 1099, and it's not a 1099, with W2G from the book mm-hmm. and see the amount of volume you bet. I mean, you may only win, I don't know, a dime on a year or lose a dime on a year. You may have bet 20,000 worth of bets to get that. Right. So that number is staggering and great for the headlines. I just saw it and I went, oh man, like at what point did somebody go, wait a second, check that account. Is that a coach? Is that like who found that out? That was the concern that I, when I read that article. The D3 Committee on Infractions. A, a hearing panel concluded that the coach who was not named in the NCAA report knowingly broke sports gambling regulations by placing 407 bets on college sports, totaling $28,000. He placed 20 bets on women's college basketball games, although none of those bets involved his school. He coaches at a damn D3 school. No kidding. <laughs> no one's putting lines up on D3 women's basketball. 
that would that would be the story <laughs> if they were right. That would if someone's putting it up and a guy who's coaching in a D three is betting. Yeah. Then there's there's something. So like going I don't know. There. I don't. I read the whole story and I was like, this is nothing to me. Like this is right. this is this is a story. He's a college basketball coach that's been kicked out and now he can't coach anymore because he was found to have been betting and the number $93,000. It was over two years. Like, right. I don't know how much money the guy comes from. Maybe he's got a trust fund he's blowing through or something. I mean, it's, it's not a lot of money and he's not betting on games he's involved in. He's betting on a sport that he coaches. So he probably feels like he's got some handle on, on D1 women's basketball. Of course. So, like, you would bet what you know, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I like if you know if you know hoops, you're gonna bet hoops. Maybe he bet a lot of NBA. Maybe he bet a lot of I don't know. Maybe he loves betting football. Right. The, the, these are the stories that I think we have to be careful of because it is sensationalized. It's a headline. It makes you stop and go, wait, what? Right. But I, when you read the details of it, I mean, the guy's out. But I don't think he was doing anything too nefarious. It's one of those things of like it's a slippery slope. If you allow a D three coach to do it, maybe a D one coach will do it. Oh, when you when you take all that into the the time frame, I mean that's a hundred dollars a year. Okay, yeah, I was going to say betting less than one thirty a day. Do you know the the unit size average bet that Fanduel with their number and number of users? Do you know what it was? Twenty two dollars, and that was high. For the Super Bowl <laughs> that was high. The average bet is single digits when you look at all this stuff. So when you really dive deep into the numbers, you're like. All right, what are we looking at here? Why is this a story? Why is this a story in the New York Post? Because I, he was I don't banned. Because he was kicked out. He can't coach anymore. That's why. He was found to have been guilty of betting on college sports. So he cannot coach anymore. That's why it's a story. And 93,000. That's why. There's going to be... There's going to be a lot more of these, though, yes. right? And that's what... Yes. Which is... Uh, like, I'm like, really? Like, okay... We have to come up with an idea of what you can and cannot bet because this idea like the NFL came here for the Super Bowl and told every employee, you can't even roll dice. Like, you can't even go near a table. You can't do anything, which I was like, wait a minute. What? Right. <laughs> like, why can't what they does that have to do with the other stuff? Right. Like, why can't you play blackjack? Why can't you play craps? Like, what is you're going to the gambling capital of America and you're just going to put it up where somebody like. You can't dictate everyone. They're here for two weeks. Like NFL employees were here for two weeks. Did you watch every single table at every single casino to watch them all? Did you have facial, you know, facial recognition for every NFL employee to say, Hey, if they come in your casino and they sit down at a table, you tell us. Like, I don't know. Is that that on the casino? Like you have to sort of leave the casino and says, if you see any of these people, you have to tell us or, do yeah. they tell the casino you have to kick them out, ask them to get up from the table and, and they can't they can go eat at the restaurant. They just can't sit and, and you know, for a spin of, of the wheel roulette. I mean, is that serious? I don't think so. I think that's what I mean. We're going to have to have a long conversation about what is nefarious and what is not like what can lead to problems and what is just <laughs> something that you probably shouldn't stop people from doing because you're, I mean, I couldn't believe when I met the guy two years ago, the guy who worked in the front office of the Green Bay Packers, and he told me, I can't even step foot in the book. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I can't even go look at the numbers. If I step foot in the book and someone sees me, I'm fired. It's like, what? 
He's like, yeah, I can't even go near. I goes, really? They, they tell us, don't even go on the floor. Don't even walk on the gambling floor. But it's the book so is really what they care about. I love to meet people at the book. I, we right. met guys last night. That's going to be one of my favorite things about nice. today. But I always say meet at the book because there's only one. Right. I don't have to worry about meeting at this pit or this restaurant or all this other stuff. Meet at the book. It's, it's always there's one. And I know where to find you. We you mentioned that this guy was in town and we couldn't even meet at the book, not to do anything, just, like just say meet hi. and then go for a walk. He was yeah. like, no, I can't. Okay. I, so, I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. It's yeah. Beginning of what will be a, a weird couple of years, I think in oh. this country, uh, speaking of the, well, we can use this as a springboard into, into the conversation about what's happening today with Valentine's day. You want to bring on the hottest gambler in Vegas? Oh, this guy owns Vegas. The, the hottest gambler in Vegas are one Mr. Jack. He does. Jack owning Vegas. Jack, walks, Jack. He walks out nice. of here. He t- he's one of the few people that left this place up. Jack, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well. Doing well. It was a hell of a week. So, um, <laughs> Are you recovered? Well. Yeah, officially. I think I'm back on East Coast time now. So <laughs> I think we're all good there. Um, caught up on sleep yesterday on my day off and got adjusted to everything, but put the money in the bank from, from Fremont street and, uh, felt great. <laughs> so talk us through what happened that night. Dave gave us a kind of an, an abridged version, but have you ever been that hot at the tables before? No, no. I mean, I'm 23, so I'm still very new to gambling, but I've had a lot of experience down in Atlantic city. I've never been that hot before. Like the night before, even I was. We were meeting Dubs at, I think it was Bellagio. Yeah. And me and Sam are one of our other producers. We were walking around. I just go up to a slot, throw 10 bucks or 20 bucks in, and one spin hit for 100 bucks, took that out, walked over to a roulette table eventually towards later in the night where they were with Pat and Dubs. And I hit on number eight, Dave, which. Hey, baby. Yogi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ended up hitting for like 400 bucks. Dang. Then just took that out. That was on Thursday. Thursday and then Friday yeah, we went out on Fremont. And we were at Circa first, which I think I hit one or two numbers, walked right. out there like up a hundred or so. Right. Another hundred. Yeah. And then we walked to Golden Gate. And the that's D. where the, the D is where it happened. Yes, the D is where it happened. The D we walked it up. Is Valentine's Day, Day, after yeah, all. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jack started to spread a few chips and what happened there, sir? Um, eight kept hitting like crazy. My, I think it was our one of our first spins. They gave me five dollar chips. I threw three five dollar chips on eight, and that hit for like almost 600. Nice, and then kept hitting again. We kept rolling again, like just everything kept hitting. My numbers double zero hit a few times that we were on. Oh, wow. Um, The best part of the story that she's left out was. Jack is a smart gambler, 23, hits, hit and run, gets up and, and, and pulls the chips, colors up, leaves. That's true. So he comes over to me at the D That's true, after yeah. he hit that number, and he's like, look, I'm up another 100. I said, Jack, something magical's happening right now. Go back and buy in for a little bit more. You're up. You got, he goes, so he did what I did when I was young. I'm watching these guys and it was, what happens if he loses Dave? You told him to go and fire more. No, he puts the profit in his back pocket. 
I, yeah, so I only threw like a hundred in. Right. Anyway, so he's was, playing, so he sits down, and that's when that's when he hit. That's the when big the magic one. happened. Yeah, it was crazy. I have a picture that's going to live forever that the boys got all of you know of Jack sitting down there trying to figure out how much in chips was in front of him. He had the Cheshire Cat smile of all time. It was magic. And then we finished the night at the blackjack table, Jack. That was, yep. I mean, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Foster's falling asleep, holding yeah, his leg. Matias is screaming, Bamanos, Bamanos, every time he gets a face card. How did that end? How, how, how did that last thing That end? last hand did not go well for me. I'm not going to lie. Oh. That last hand, I went, I just, I got greedy. I threw the 300, I had the three black chips I had, threw it all in on that hand. I think I got like, my first card was a face card. I was so pumped. <laughs> and then I think I ended up getting like a four or a five. Ouch. And yeah. I had to stay because I think she had like a two or a three. Correct. And I ended up hitting like for 20. I'm like, all right, well, yeah. I was a hell of a run. I uh, looked over hold on, at him, P. Run. Hold on. Whoa, hold on. Um, two, two things just to pass along real quick. Breaking news. One, the Niners just fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. Wow. So they wow. fired him. So uh, we'll get to that story later. But okay. Jay Cutler was right. <laughs> Jay Cutler said on NFL uh, on the on the Showtime show for the NFL said someone's getting fired. Steve Wilkes got fired, and uh, Chris Covey is saying that there actually is violence just broke out at the KC Chief Parade. That there's been reports potentially of shots being fired at the KC oh, no. Chief Parade. So oh, we'll keep that's abreast. We'll watch that as well. Sorry, continue, Dave. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. So yeah, so Jack, as he played, we said this is the last shoe. We're running it out, and Jack had gotten up. I thought you were done, and then I looked over, and he threw three blacks chips on the thing, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" It's like I'm taking my shot. He's all confident, pumped up, three hundred, three checks, no good. Fifteen against a two. She draws out to a nineteen, and we 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 leave. But Jack, I mean, this was like a reason why I wanted to have you on and tell that story. But we wanted to publicly thank you on the show. Mm. for just kicking ass the whole week. And I wanted to tell you and ask you what it was like to, one, finally meet in person, but two, to listen to us and do the show together. We were like a three-man weave. You were up, wiring people up with the mic back down, pushing the buttons, changing the cameras. Just wanted to say thank you, but but it wasn't that bad, was it? No, I had a hell of a you guys made it easy for me, honestly. Like, I, I loved the guests we had on. I thought it was the shows were awesome, but the guests we had were great. Um, Two hours no, flew I'm by, not, did it not? Yeah, they flew, oh, it was like the, it was the quickest part of my day. It was easily the quickest part of my day at Radio. Yeah, Road, well, the brigade I wanted to thank reports. you too because they, they, they were, you know, put in the comments, which again, guys, put the comments on the YouTube if you know you got something, if you want to have all that other stuff. But this is Jack. You killed it, brother, and I'm glad you you got back with cash in your pocket and you got some sleep. You're back on East Coast time. Me and you are back on tonight on Sports Grid. I'll send you the games we're going to talk about after Matt and I finish. Perfect. You got anything for P-Rod on the way out? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'll be working. I'm working until 1 a.m. I'm leaving Good. here, at, Good leaving for here you. in almost an hour, so I'll be working until Sports Rage is done tonight at Sports Grid, yeah, and then I'll get okay. home at like – 145 in the morning probably Is, did you ever do a big deal did you ever make valentine's day a big deal in your in your in your past or anything or i yeah i um an old girlfriend i had we would all we would always go out like usually like fancy restaurant up near like north jersey and by new york and stuff okay um always like go out in the city usually something like that but okay that was, yeah that's about it 
Only rule when I've been in relationships. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, thank you for everything Thanks, you did, did for us. Really appreciate it. We wanted to publicly thank you and bring you on. Uh, you'll be with us on Friday night, obviously, when we get back on Sports Grid. But yes. thank you for all the work. It was a, bl- a blast having you. Hopefully, we'll do it again next year in New Orleans. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. Hope so. Thanks, Jack. Take care. That's Jack joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Um, Okay, so let's. What is happening right now? Yeah, uh, this is this is not good. Um, Hold on, let me get this back. So, if you know Kansas City, that where they did the parade, they had the parade route in KC. So they went through the city of Kansas City. They went to the streets of Kansas City. They ended at Union Station, which is an old, I believe, old rail station that they converted into this really pretty pretty place where it's shops. It's like a mall, essentially, right? Okay. So all outdoors. All outdoors. All out, no, it's indoors. But it, there's the, the the celebration was outdoors. So they set okay. up like a big stage outside okay. Union Station. Okay. I don't know how many victims have been have been identified as of yet, but there was a shooting that happened at the parade. The KC Chiefs, uh, the KC police are confirming this. Uh, shots fired around Union Station. They instructed the public to leave the area immediately. They, they tweeted out that officers are working to clear Union Station itself. We will release everyone inside the building once that's complete. Still trying to determine the number of shooting victims. And then they tweeted three minutes ago that we are releasing everyone from inside Union Station. So we don't know casualties, but we do know confirmation from the police in Kansas City that there was a shooting at the parade today, which sucks <laughs> because, I mean, for a, a multitude of reasons, but this is not what you want ever to be talking about when it comes to a championship parade. This is supposed to be a joyous day for Kansas City and Kansas City fans. This is supposed to be something memorable and exciting and you know, you take your kids down to go look at Patrick Mahomes and, and Kelsey and everybody else around and talk about the Chiefs and the championship. And now you're, you know, huddled somewhere under a desk. Sucks. And that becomes the story, right? Like there's no, oh, you know, without a doubt, no, said no on question. The podium and nothing like it. That, that unfortunately, I think becomes the story. And hopefully it's um, hopefully everyone's okay. Maybe it was just, um, I don't know. Hopefully it's, it's just a developing situation. It's not something really awful and scary, but yeah, if there's been people who have been shot, people who have been killed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that will a hundred percent be the story. There's no debate that that will be the story. So oh. the hope is that it's a developing situation, but that just really puts a damper on a really fun day in Kansas city for chief fans and, and having them celebrating and everything else. So that sucks. So we'll watch it. We'll, we'll, we'll report you guys in the brigade. You can pass along whatever you guys need to pass along. If you want yeah, oh, this video out, Oh gosh, this video of this out. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it looks like it happened inside of union station. So it happened inside. Not, so the outside was a celebration inside when it happened. So maybe it's two different events. Maybe it's got nothing to do with the parade. Maybe it's separate. I don't know. So we'll keep a, we'll keep an eye on that for you guys and pass along whatever we got to pass along. All right. Back to the thing that broke the other story that broke during the conversation with Jack, the Niners fired their defensive coordinator today in the wake of the Super Bowl. Justified. I don't know what's going on in that building. I don't know if it's justified or not. I mean, you know, they had injuries, but I mean, the playoff Niners defense wasn't the regular season Niners defense. So the, the I don't know. video has come out of the NFL NFL films mic'd up in the Super Bowl. It is awful for San Francisco. The Chiefs were stunned 
that the Niners took the ball. Mahomes is on Mike running over to both Kelsey and to uh, Andy Reid saying they took the ball. They took the ball. They, they took the ball that they couldn't believe it, that they actually took the ball first. Wow. They played right into their hands. It's exactly what they wanted. And Jay Cutler said this afterwards saying he was shocked. I was shocked. I think everyone was shocked. It's like, you're going to give Patrick Mahomes the ball second and give him four downs. Someone's getting fired. Mm. He was absolutely right. Somebody got fired. Right. And that was the defensive coordinator because that was the decision that, well, Shanahan made take the ball, score, stop the Chiefs, win the Super Bowl. That was the game plan. Didn't happen. D coordinator's gone. Yeah, I don't know. Greenlaw getting hurt was big. Huge. You know, and they were winning the game to the end, and it was a game-winning drive. They turned the ball over. I don't know. I guess if if changes need to be made, who knows? Again, who knows what's going on in a building and on the sideline and all the other stuff, but you're in the Super Bowl, and you're, you're favored to win it next year. Maybe they already got somebody hired for the job. I don't know. I just I think Shanahan mean, needs to – Do you think to, it's justified? No, I think he needs to change the conversation. I think Shanahan's trying to change the conversation about you uh, didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know the rules. You weren't prepared. I mean, in real time, I tweeted this. I said – does he think the rules are the old rules? Why would you take the ball first? I still don't understand that. I, to this day, I still, you could talk about, I wanted the ball third. It doesn't really equate to me because a field goal touchdown, you lose. I think it had to be the defense was tired. Of course. Why nobody's saying that. Like, I mean, I mean, it's part of it. I mean, absolutely, both defense are retired, but look, this is what happened on that drive. Okay. People who are Casey fans are saying, well, they called that holding penalty. Remember that, hell, that holding penalty that they called that gave them the extended the drive that they would have had to pump the football back to KC on third down that gave them a first down? Well, then the referees made up for it on the holding penalty on the first down run by McCaffrey, who ran the ball to the 12-yard line. That holding penalty backed them up. That's what caused the field goal. So, like, if you score a touchdown, if that holding penalty is not called and the Niners have a first and 10 from the 12, more than likely they're scoring a touchdown there. What we also learned was the Chiefs were thinking about going for two. If they tied the game, right. they may have gone for two right. to win the damn thing. That would have been unbelievable if that's, yeah. how the, if that's how the title got in overtime. The Chiefs went for two and got it or didn't get it. Would have been incredible. Imagine how much money that would have been on a successful two-point conversion being made. <laughs> in overtime to win the in game. In overtime. It wasn't enough that it went to overtime. A successful two-point conversion prop is a huge – I mean, that's one of the favorites for the people. They love yep. that prop. Oh, my goodness. That so that was, there, was that, there was that talk about touchdown, do we go for two? And there was some thought of like, we might. Yeah, we, we like they were, they were having a conversation about going ahead and doing that. And so there's just a lot that goes into decisions in crunch time that Kyle Shanahan wants to change the conversation. He was asked yesterday – about winning and can you win? And he essentially said, like, it's not fair to ask, can the Niners win a big game? Can I win a big game? We won a lot of big games. I just haven't won the biggest. I haven't won the biggest, but I've won big games. I've won, I've won two NFC championships. That's a big game. I've won those big games. I just haven't won the biggest of games. 
So I think Shanahan's looking for a scapegoat. He just looks for a way of pointing the finger and said, that was the problem. Our defense didn't get it done. So we're changing up and we're going to go ahead and make, make changes and find a new defensive coordinator. I don't think the defense really look overtime in a Super Bowl. Everyone's hurt. Everyone's banged up. A lot of football was played against an all time. Great quarterback. Like <laughs> I don't care who's coordinating it. How many times did Andy Reid lose the NFC championship or lose a Super Bowl in Philadelphia? Two times, right? One NFC title and one Super Bowl, right? Uh, I believe it was multiple NFC titles, but it was definitely one Super Bowl because the Patriots yeah. beat him. Right. Um, Patience is not of the essence today. Not anymore. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Bill Cowher would have been fired. Yep. You know, he lost 100%. multiple ones and, you know, they were favored in those games and lost. It just it just wasn't meant to be whatever that again. But I guess somebody had to pay or somebody had to be blamed, whatever it is. I, I have no idea if it's justified or not, because, again, don't know what is going on. But. That's a big spot to fill. Going into next season, 100%. like you can't just walk somebody into that building. You bet I would think you would promote from within, but if you're bringing an outside guy, you better have some serious credibility because that's going to be a hard room to only like, we just went to the Super Bowl and now you're here. Okay. Let's see what you got. Boy, uh, if I'm Steve Wilkes, I'm just, I'm like, really? Really? You're really like, uh, okay. You need, Ooh. you need someone to fall on the sword. Okay. I, I'll right. do it. You know, right. okay, Kyle, I'll, I'll do it. But wow, making him the fall guy for that game. Mm. Mm. First half was pretty damn good. Oh, the three points. Game was. Yeah. Held him to three points. Yeah. I don't know. Injuries and got tired. Is that the coordinator's fault? Uh, I don't know. Kyle, you didn't know the overtime rules. <laughs> Why didn't you put the defense out there first? Oh, I didn't trust him. That's what this says. I didn't trust the defense. That's why I had to fire Steve Wilkes. I didn't trust him. I need a better coordinator. Wow. That's what the, I mean, not going to say that, but that's what it says to me. It says, I want to change the narrative. The narrative was, I didn't trust my defense. I'm going to guess he gets a job pretty quickly. I would agree with you. Yep. If he wants to be a D coordinator, maybe he wants wants to to college coach or something else. But yeah, I mean, my gut tells me, yeah, (laughs) he probably gets a job pretty fast. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. Uh, Hurt and banged up, JR. Uh, yeah, Dr- Greenlaw, their best defensive player, got hurt in the in the second quarter. Yeah, they were hurt. It's a huge injury. So, of all the injuries that happened during the game, that was the injury that really derailed things on a non-contact play, which, by the way, is an Achilles, which is like a nine-month rehab, right? Which sucks because that cuts into next year. So he's not just going to miss, you know, the Super Bowl. He's going to miss what's going to happen. You know, training camp and everything else. September, October of next year. Geez, the two point conversion possibility. Just JC from KC has just looked down at the chat. Yeah. The octopus could have been live in that situation too. 100%. Also, another like 11 to 1 or 12 to 1. Oh my yeah, my God. biggest bet on the prop didn't come in. I can't believe I mean, it hit eight out of the last 10 years with scoring under a, a yard and a half. Nobody right. Got there was not even an opportunity. 
Nobody got anywhere near it. No one. I mean, the closest the ball got to the one yard line was when they downed it at the two, which cast a prop for me too. But that was right. the closest the ball got right. to being, and that was going the other way. It wasn't going into the end zone; it was going away from the end zone. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it 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 is it, what it is. But there's there's an interesting story that came out today in the Las Vegas Review Journal. <laughs> the guy who was the streaker. What is this? Is a social media guy. Social media, you know, has like 500,000 followers on Instagram. He paid $42,000 for front row seats. With the 42,000. With the pure intention of jumping on and getting on the field. That was his entire intention to go ahead. Would you pay $42,000 to be famous for a moment? Because he was famous for a moment. Didn't get on TV, but in the building, he was famous. And social media wise, he's everywhere talking. What do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> 42,000? Yes. Did he go with someone? Yeah, he, but he they both jumped onto the field and they both spent the night in the drunk tank. He said oh. I paid he said I paid $42,000 to go to jail. Is it what was the was his post on social media? That should be a poster child and put up <laughs> in all middle schools and high schools of exactly what not to do. You want to be famous? You want to be a social media person? Look at this guy. <laughs> paid 42000 to run on a field half naked, get tackled, and spend the night in jail. I hope it was worth it. <laughs> I don't think it was worth it. Will, sorry. Are you a fucking idiot? Yes. What is that? You are a, yes, 100%. Yes. The definition of, in a lot of ways, the definition of. Uh, you sent me that story. I sent you that thing yesterday. Was that the guy or was that a fake guy? That's a fake guy. So I sent you a TikTok of somebody claiming that they placed a $20,000 bet on will there be a streaker? And I said, what book in the world is taking 20 dimes on whether or not there's a streaker? Because one person can actually make that happen. I can bet 20. He said he bet 20. He was fined 10,000. He it said cost, it cost him 10 to get in. Yeah, sorry, 10 to get in. Right. Sorry. So 10 to get in, get arrested right. for going on. He goes, I came out $10,000 up. And I was and like, he just looked right into the camera oh, yeah. and sold it. Like, Hey, I'm the streaker. Yep. And, and here's why I did it. I spent 10,000 on a ticket, but I bet that will there be a streaker? Yes. For 20,000. Yes. So I paid the 10. And got out of jail, but I made 10 on the game. That's how, you know, that, that's he has, he has 778,000 likes on that TikTok. What nearly, nearly a million people have liked that video. What are we doing? With over 6,000 comments about, I am the streaker. Oh my God. The Robbie show is the guy on TikTok is the one who, who says that he was on there. And then uh, I, again, I, I asked the question, what book took a $20,000 bet on will there be a streaker? Please show nobody. me the ticket. Please right. show me the ticket nobody. in in the world, even offshore. Like show me, nobody. show what book let you get 20 dimes down on whether or not there'll be a streaker for, I mean, a dime, maybe 500. Sure. $20,000 max. Come on. Limit. Play on that crap is a dime. Yeah. Max. It's probably Max. a nickel. Yeah. 20? No. Not yes. buying that for. And by the way, a ticket 10K. We just learned the guys paid 42,000 for two tickets. Where did he find a front row seat that got him onto the field or at least got him close enough to get onto the field for 10,000 or yeah, pretend for 10 grand? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> 
get in price was 5,500 for the worst seats in the house just to get into the building. Our boy Tyler's in the chat. Tyler White, good to see you, sir. He said the guy that streaked at Raymond James got 12 months probation. Is it worth it? I mean, no. like, what are you doing? Not even. No. It's not even close. No, it's it's. it's scary. <laughs> hey, you go to a job interview. You got to say, "Oh, you got something on your record. What'd you do?" I jumped the field of the Super Bowl for as a streaker. Really? Yeah. <laughs> do okay. you know? So Matt, out of here. I ain't hiring you. That's so, dumb. So, do you remember the Patriots streaker when Matt Chatham decked him? Do you remember? <laughs> now that you said it, I do. So yeah. Matt, so Matt Chatham is is a guy I've known and worked with for a while in Boston. He works for the Nesson mostly, but it works for other outfits. His own company now, just a barbecue joint. And he has a whole barbecue line now of barbecue seasoning, which is tremendous. But like his claim to fame is he's the linebacker for the Patriots that when a guy ran onto the field, it was back when there was an offshore book that was paying people to write the book yep. on the back. On the back, yep. And he was naked and he was running. Yep. Matt decked him. <laughs> it's a famous video of Matt Chatham just laying the guy out in the Superdome, I believe it was, in New Orleans, laying the dude out in the Super Bowl. Well, the, I mean, the broadcast didn't show him. I didn't oh. see him. I didn't see him on the broadcast. They talked about it, but they didn't show him. There's video of videos. it, though. Everyone has. Oh, yeah. The no, there's video. The social yeah. media video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all over. That was 2001. Yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, no. That was, I think, on the TV. Yeah. It was on TV. Your guy, I mean. Yeah. Your yeah, guy yeah. thing was on TV. No, Sunday, they talk, Yeah. They talked about on. it. Right. I, I knew about it because of the social media tweets came out first saying, oh, God, there's a streaker. Because it was actually a pretty controversial play there because the Chiefs did not get a third down and the refs counted it. They counted the play saying, well, the streaker happened on the other end. It didn't impact the play, but it was like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. Like there's a guy on the field and you count that play. You shouldn't have counted that play. That was a controversial ruling by the, by the oh. officials to let that third down stand. Mm. So are, wow, really sex offenders streakers are charged as sex offenders. Really? Wow. I have no idea. And yes, yes, Butcher. Yes, it was Golden Palace. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Yep. That's what yep. was on the guy's back. Yep. So that was it. I mean, there are claim to fame. People have come, you know, claim to fame for these things, yeah. you know, when it when it when it comes on onto all this. But yeah, I who knows? I mean, I I would not pay forty two thousand dollars at all for for just no. anything. Okay. So let's talk about today for a second. All right. Before we get to the games today. Oh. Let's talk about today. Uh oh, hold on. I got to get the glasses for this. This this one may be a minute or two. Maybe it's a minute or two. All right. So I'm going to go over. Okay. Yeah. I I just want today's is, February 14th. February 14th is it, it's Valentine's Day. So I'm wearing black. Okay. Yes, you are. This is Black Wednesday. It's Black whatever day Valentine's Day is. Okay. I. This is a day that should be a front to every man. Every person who has a woman other in their life. Mm. Some have more than one. <laughs> today's day, by the way, I love that line that today's the day you find out whether you're the chick or the side chick. Like it's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that's tremendous. Like today's today's the day you find out what you are on the like you're you get established today. Like what shows up, what's the gift, what's the moment? Like, are you with him or not? And if you're not. You know what you are. So there you we're go. never getting off late. Now. No, but I am always somebody I like. I love love. Love is phenomenal. 
Love is love great. Is, love is tremendous. Okay. Yep. Don't hear this as me saying, oh, he's a bitter guy. He's divorced. He just is mad at the world. I, I did this. Before Some people was, are going to say that. Of course. I did this before I was married. Okay. Guys who listen to my show in Huntsville, Alabama, understand. I used to start the show with it. I used to come on the air. First thing I said, I would come on the air saying, happy Black Friday. Welcome to the stupidest day of the year. Oh, because it is really the stupidest day of the year. It is the most manufactured day to make men look bad. This is the day, the day designed to dictate to you as a male in a relationship what you are supposed to do. And if you do not live up to the certain standards set by your other or somebody who talks to your other, yeah. you fail. Did you know that the average price today across the country of a dozen roses is over $88? What? Over $88. The no, average price of a dozen roses in America over the other 364 days is $20. Correct. Yeah. We're going 4X for a manufactured event where if you don't buy flowers, you didn't do enough. If you didn't take her out, you didn't do enough. If you didn't do what you're supposed to do, but if you do it every other day, but today you didn't do enough. Mm. This I've had women tell me this. I told you this last night on sports grid. I'll say it here. Oh boy. Have said if this day doesn't exist, it wouldn't happen. He wouldn't do it. We wouldn't have this is a reminder to my man to go ahead and do something nice for me. And I hear that and I go, Your man sucks. It's more of a look at your relationship because one day this should this should be nothing. This should be just like Steve said. Yeah. Go, Go to Target. And go ahead and I'm going to give you a blank card. You give me a blank card. We read it. We go, ha, close it. And we're done because it doesn't really matter. Actions always speak louder than words. And if you need a day to remind your man to actually do something, to cherish you, honor you and show you how he feels about you, your relationship, sorry, Will, is fucked up. All right. You have a completely and totally messed up relationship. And so we create this day. Even my nine-year-old goes, what the hell is St. Valentine anyway? Oh, she's right. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. It's completely designed to take money out of our pocket and to make us, if we don't do what we're supposed to do, it's going to show that you, and sometimes it's not even your girlfriend or her wife. It's her friend that comes in and says, what did he do for you? Mm. Oh, he did da, da, da. Really? Really? That's what he did for Valentine's Day? Oh boy. That th- that's that's wow. No good. Honey, I don't know. You sure you sure you were the right guy? Oh, you you went that, with the honey? You that the is honey? oh boy. The junk going in the head. And then it's not even just on Valentine's Day because these things cause problems and divides God. a month from now. Oh. Because she will internalize if she's disappointed with what you have done mm. or you didn't do enough. Mm. Doesn't come out today, right? Not you don't today. hear about it today. You don't get like the really today. You get it a month from now. You get it when you have a fight over the trash. You get it when you get a fight over something totally not related. When she'll look at you and she'll say, yeah, great. On Valentine's Day, you were so great. You got me dot, 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 dot. And you're like... That was a damn month ago. Like, what do you mean? You can't bring that back up. You can't have that conversation, but that's what they do. They put it into the back, the quill, and they pull it out and they want to fire it when they need to. Okay. They just load, they load it all up, load it all up. And then here we go. And it's now we're firing at you. And it's, 
wait a minute. That was a month ago. Didn't I do something really nice to you a week ago? Didn't oh, I come to your work and buy you flowers or give you lunch or do something really nice? That. Yeah, but it was Valentine's Day. You, you didn't do it on Valentine's Day. Hey. What do you mean? I do it oh. every other day. I didn't want to do it on some made up manufactured fake day. Oh, it's fake to you. But to me, it shows to the world. I want to post it on Instagram. I want to post it on Twitter. I want to post it on Facebook. I want to show everybody our relationship. Look at everyone's posts. Look at everyone. They're all going to dinner. They're all doing this. They're all doing that. (laughs) It is the most convoluted crap that we as guys allow to happen. Like we just go along with this. Why do we allow this as men? Why do we as men allow this holiday to exist? Just to placate because we're supposed to do this. We're supposed to do this because why? Who said this is what we were supposed to do on February 14th? It doesn't make any sense. No. So, because there is no inverse of this, by the way, there is no other way around. There is no flip around. Flip this around for a second. You ask 99 out of 100 men, if your wife, girlfriend doesn't give you something for Valentine's Day, do you care? <laughs> 99 are going to be like, no, what do I? I mean, it's, it's, it's her day. Oh. Okay. The answer that I get most often from women, again, comes back to it is, I deserve a day. You deserve a day. Oh, okay. You deserve a day. Let's have a conversation. Why do you deserve a day? Oh, Shouldn't we? Again, it goes back to if your wife, girlfriend, whoever feels cherished and honored and you are that's your queen and everything else, this day shouldn't matter oh. at all. This day should be nothing. I, and for a lot of women, it's a measuring stick, in particular, if you're in a new relationship. Oh, if you're in a new one, oh, this boy. is the measuring stick. Let's big, see how he does. Let's, let's, can, can, you, can you measure up? Can you live up to my expectations as to what I want? Yeah. It's like, um, is there a vice? Is there a reverse on that? Like, when do I get to have, like, where, where's your measuring stick? Wait, wait, we're all about equality, right? Let's do equality. What's the equality on this? Where's the equal? Where there's, is it? There's no form of measurement the other way. None. No, no we just no. have to deal with it. Why? Because we're men. Really? Oh, because we're men. It's sure. the metric system. That's the metric system. We don't, we, we, we're still, there is no English system measurement. No. They're measuring it. We measure it in inches and they're measuring it in centimeters and yards. In it's, and it's, it's not even, it's completely, completely different. And again, I'm not saying that women don't deserve to be cherished and honored oh, and, and they should, they're, are, they're, incredible. They're mothers of our children. They raise our children. All the wonderful things that women do for us. I'm not saying any of that is wrong to honor and cherish. Correct. But do it on October 10th. Do it on December 2nd. Right. Don't make it about February 14th where reservations, they jack up everything. It's hard to get in. Everything's more expensive. Chuck, a lot. If you go to a grocery store today trying to buy Chocolate dipped strawberries. Oh, that's a big, it's a big, which are $5 in dark chocolate. That's like 30 cents. It's like $19 today. Oh boy. $19. Yeah. Like you stop and go at some point you look at the companies and go, where do you get off? Like, do you ever like stop to think like, what the hell am I doing? Oh, it's surge pricing, Matt. It's all get about you know, supply and demand here. It's just like Uber pricing, right? It's like, Hey, you want to buy it? Don't, don't buy it. You don't want to buy it. What? Really? Yeah, I get that. But there's not an inverse. Like oh. there's there's not a day where beer all of a sudden doubles. You know, like Super hey, Bowl Sunday. Hey, no? Beer prices stay the same. It's beer no, prices. 
show me a day in which we see commodities jump up like crazy at supermarkets. It's the only day. Valentine's Day with flowers and strawberries and things for Valentine's Day is the only day we allow it as guys, as men. We allow that to happen and we just go, okay, here, and we pay. If I don't pay, you know, hey, it's it's easier just to pay. You know, it's easier just to go ahead and pay. If I don't pay, it's hell to pay if I don't pay. I'm just going to come. So this is such a fake, fake, gross day. (laughs) It is an absolute disgusting thing that we do in this country. And I cannot... I've never understood this day. And I have participated my whole life. Yeah. Again, like again, I, I said something for Valentine's Day to somebody, and I, I I've done my part because again, we have no choice. But I do it begrudgingly. And if someone's in my life who really I've never dated or married anybody who really cared about Valentine's Day. Oh. If you really, really care about uh-uh, no, thank you. You're not for me. We're not gonna you have to understand. It's my job to make the 14th of February just another day. Wow. And I'm failing. If you think this is a big deal, I failed. Because mm. every day or every moment, there should be multiple times during the year that I'm doing exactly what every guy's going to do today. Take you out to dinner, give you flowers, give you candy, whatever it might be. Right. Ask long time. That's Steve. Long time married people understand this. Yeah. It's a dumb day. It's mm. and again, I will caveat this. If you're buying something for your daughter, like it, thankfully mine doesn't care. But if if your daughter who's like 13 is really into it and you want to buy her and take her out to dinner or you know, get her yeah. flowers, I have no yeah. problem with any of that. I'm talking yeah. about the person you are sleeping with. I'm, oh. talking, about, I'm talking about the person title shots with, what? The per- with the person that you're in a relationship with. Oh, okay. Now, huh. maybe there's multiple that you're in, but oh. the one, your, your main person, okay? doing right now. your relationship, the person that you're actually dating, this person, what I'm talking about for this day. And for everyone who wants to come at me and tell me all these different things. Here we go. There's at a sports talk. I love right the there. guy. I love the guy last night after he saw me do this on sports grid, wrote to us on Twitter. It was like, I work at Walmart. I see the prices. You're a hundred percent right. That it pisses me off every time yeah. I go to work on February 14th. And I go, why the hell is that tripled? <laughs> like, why is the price yeah. through the roof on that? Yesterday it was this price, and today it's this price. What why? It's a hundred percent of money grab. Price yesterday. No. Yeah. And it'll go right back down. It'll go right back down to it. <laughs> Absolute like, nonsense. Like the Knicks to win it all price after they get something happens, it'll go back to what it was. Wow. Do you I, feel better? No, because the day still exists. I'll feel better okay. tomorrow. When the day is over, I'll feel better. I tried. I to saw, wear I saw some schmuck. I saw some schmuck this morning when oh, I was no. when, when, when I was I, I was driving. Right. I, I, I had to go to the pet store to get my dog food, and right. I was driving home. It was eight thirty in the morning. There's some mm. some schmuck walking home with a with a huge Valentine's Day balloon from the supermarket. Like you can tell, he forgot. Like he, he forgot. Just remember, he right? Forgot just remember. Yeah. So he walked his ass to the supermarket, then to walk home to have this. I was like, man, this is just too much. Like this is just absolutely ridiculous. Like what are we doing tomorrow? The stuff's all fifty percent off. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Get it's a good deal in. tomorrow. Yes, you get a great deal tomorrow on all this all right. stuff. My God, you go make. You can make strawberries dipped in chocolate in your house for like four dollars. Like no joke. You make 20 of them, like $4. We've done it. Dirt cheap. Like so, so incredibly dirt cheap. Yeah. So there we go. Go to Mexican food. Yeah, sure. Why not? 
Mexican food? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's ask the people watching the show. And again, thank you for being here. Thank you for hitting the like button, the subscribe button, leave a comment. We got guys designing their own hats in the comment section. If you guys want a hat, we're taking hat orders <laughs> at sports talk. Don't, don't, don't just go at Boston versus the book. <laughs> yes, don't bother Matt you. right now. He's having one of those days. <laughs> uh, ask the BVB at gmail.com. We're working on some stuff. So if you'd like a hat, We'll get those. Uh, we'll get those orders lined up, and we'll try to get them out to you before our big March Madness show, twenty first and twenty second at Resorts World Live for the Madness outside the book in a big room called the Red Tail. Don't even make a comment about the. Red Tail. <laughs> I know it's, it's what you're thinking. It's not. It's a beautiful place, and it's going to be fun as hell. They got couches, yes. all kind of stuff planned for us. We're going to get the promo codes to get you guys. Do you like Valentine's Day? Is that the poll you want me to put up? Uh, not do you like Valentine's Day or do you participate? Okay. What kind of food? If you're going well, out okay, to I, dinner. I can't, I can't do a poll on that. Okay, so just you, put it in there. Do you want a poll or no? <laughs> no, don't do the poll. Okay, don't do fine. the poll. Right. What kind of food? For the young kids or the couples or anybody that wants to go yeah. to dinner tonight. Anything you want. You said it last night on Sports Grid that – if you take your wife or your girlfriend to Buffalo Wild Wings into a hockey game tonight, I said, if it's her idea, it's unbelievable. If it's your idea, it's a damn mistake. <laughs> and straight up, you are walking into an absolute viper pit. If it's but your if you idea. Ask and she says, yes, you're good, right? No, you know this. You're a married person. You know what yes means. You never ask that question. It's yes, and then it's ammunition that goes in the quill. That's another one that they're going to pull out and go, your ass took me to Buffalo Wild Wings in a fucking hockey game on Valentine's Day. You know exactly. You're getting shot a month later if you do that. good seats. Do not well, do that. between the red line and the blue line right there. Her idea, 100%. Your idea, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. You should not be doing that. Is it Mexican food? Is it a steak dinner? Anywhere. Is it Chinese? Yeah, is it wings? Put wings. it in the chat, boys. If no. you're taking her out to dinner tonight, she wants you romance. You know what she wants? Go out to dinner. Seafood? Anything. Well, careful on that. It could be, yeah, you know, be careful. You know, if you're going for, you know crab legs. There's post games, there's post meal considerations, you know, to get to think about. <laughs> you know, I'm saying, gotta be careful, right? Mexican, Mexican, Mexican food. Upscale. Come on, Spentana. Upscale. Yeah. Come up all... with a food. I know it's upscale. What kind of upscale? Yes. Chick fil A, Fish Killer 73. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're going to work. I mean, even that chicken's good. Kevin, I'm yeah. using it on purpose. Come on now. You know this. This is, a, this is an, it's an intentional Whit thing. Rock. Right? It's I mean, an intentional thing. Right. The quill. I love that. Pull yes. up. Fire it up, bow. Yeah. Saw those crossbows last week. We got archery. <laughs> Mexican thing. at home. Yeah, there you go. Right. Joe the Fat Panda, Mexican at home. Okay. I, I mean, you better make it good. Oh, I agree with I agree with that, Stevie Mac. Yes. You got to be real careful. Her the voices are her worst enemies. They will judge her and you. 100%. 100%. Oh, man. He's 100% right. <laughs> Gentlemen's Club Buffet. Konowinski. You what? <laughs> you took her to the club? <laughs> what in the hell have you ever eaten at the gentleman's club? Yes, okay. I have. Yes, in Vegas, they're actually somewhat good. Like not not that bad. I mean, I mean, the uh, Rhino's got like a full fledged four store restaurant in it. 
I mean, it looked legit. Uh, I've never done lunch there, but I, I've done lunch at a joint like that. Well, the, the well, Sapphires it's, is awesome because Sapphires has the great Mexican place next to it. So you have Sapphires and you have Me- the Mexican place is actually really damn good. And it's totally separate. So it's, it's next door to each other in the same building, but it's not connected in any way. So you can go and eat. Uh, it's real. I mean, they have two locations, one by my house and then one next to Sapphires. I've gone to both. It's great. Vegan food. Well, come on now. Oh, that's that's Addison, boys. though, right? Come on. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. Oh, James Harden does all the buffets. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> he does he does all the buffets. That's very true. All right, we we'll through a couple night. of basketballs from last night. Uh, another top ten team goes down last night. Syracuse loses uh, beats rather North Carolina by seven. I didn't wear props the, the CBW and all Syracuse fans. I, I just flipped on the Hell orange the hat, the Suns hat for you. Thinking about that, that was a big win, historic in some way, right? Like you talked about. Oh yeah, between them and well, the, the other orange yeah, team, the, the history, the home. history was was it Pitt won at Virginia for the first time since 1974 last night. That was crazy. Pitt now has won at Duke and at Virginia. Duke's got got a little bubbleicious going on. Like Pitt, sorry, Pitt. Excuse me. Yeah, Pitt's got got a shot to be on the bubble. Like they, they can have play. now. That's two quad one wins. Huge road quad one wins. So right. Big, big W. And then look, I feel horrible for our guys in Indiana, man. I know there's a lot of Sycamore fans, but that oh, sucked. Oh, I mean, you go, you're ranked for the first time since 1979. The last time you were ranked, Larry Bird was playing in the national championship game against Michigan State and Magic Johnson. Your 17 point favorites, top two teams for top two players, rather, for Illinois State are out, and you lose outright. Like, bro, what the? Now that won't be ranked again ever in Raymaker Lou hell of a call, man. Cause in the chat, he said it, he called it yesterday and said team that hasn't been ranked in over 45 years, right? Prosperity is going to be bad for them. And he yep. was a hundred percent, right? They Shout got a lot of him. big right. man on campus, you know, people coming in, you know, every, everyone wanted, everyone wanted to see our boy. They all want to see this dude go ahead and play. Avila. <laughs> they want to see this guy play. And then they get bounced. No good. Stinks. Now they have to win a conference, right? They have Maybe. to win a conference title. It's a really bad loss. I mean, they run a really... the table. It's still going to be like you lost this 18 point favorite at home to yeah. a team that had won all that other stuff. Yeah, it's no good. Really bad loss. Uh, Ohio State fired Chris Holtman today, by the way. The head coach of Ohio State men's basketball got got tossed after they lost last night. Uh, he got he got relieved. And what did they lose by? Did they not? Not a lot. They, get... just, they only have four wins in conference. Wow. So it's been a really tough year for Ohio State. They've been a good game, good team to bet against. But my question is, dead cat bounces in college basketball or just pro? Probably just pro. Right. It's, it's a little I mean, you don't have the talent. You don't have the talent, right? It's different in college, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. You can't. You can't. You well, can't. When is their next game? Yeah. You can't. Ohio you can't State motivate plays them. Probably what? Friday night? Who? Ohio State. Ohio State. Um, let's see. Ohio State's next game. They play Tuesday. They probably play either Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that's the Big Ten schedule, right? Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Friday. Right. Um, Ohio State's next game is on Sunday against oh. against Purdue. Oh God! <laughs> at home. At, at home. Yeah, at home. Home dog. Dead cat bounce. They're a hundred percent a home dog. There's no yeah, doubt about that. Just, but I mean, it, might be, it might be eight. Seven, eight, nine. Ken Palm has it as a nine point win for right. Purdue. Yeah, so somewhere right. in that somewhere in that range. Somewhere. Yeah. Eight, nine, ten. Oh god. Gosh. Um, wow. Oh thanks. 
Mikey, letting us know about what's going on for the shooting at the parade. God. Eight to 10 injured, two armed suspects taken into custody. God, that's horrible. That's, uh, I mean, we just went to that one here for the nights. I took my kids down and it did get uncomfortable because there were too many people in a very closed space. And I kept trying to keep a little kind of circle or elbow room between them. Like somebody pushed and I had to tell them, look, back up. I mean, I got, you know, a little kid here and all this other stuff. They'll never want, I mean, they'll see the video. They're, they're a hundred percent going to watch it later. They're going to be like, well, I don't want to go to any more parades ever. You know, that's, that's a shame. That sucks. Sucks. Really? Absolutely. A hundred percent completely sucks on that. Um, so a couple things in college basketball, UConn tonight is laying 24 and a half against DePaul. Can I talk you into taking the dog? <laughs> it's the only one. side I would take. <laughs> really? Oh, I would, there's no way you can lay. It is a 23 point win for UConn, according to Ken Palm. Yeah. This is on the road, guys. This is at DePaul. Biggest spread of the season on the road. This is <laughs> not even close. DePaul is so bad. I mean, really, though? Yeah, DePaul has lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 games in a row. Oh, they're 0 and 12 in the Big East. Oh. They're 3 and 20 overall. And not competitive. Oh, no. I mean, offensively, effective field goal percentage, 281. Defensive, 348. There's 357 teams in college basketball, by the way, uh, that, that get ranked here. In efficiency, they're 290th offensively, 277th defensively. Like, their numbers are are absolutely insane how bad they are. Wow. They're by far the worst Power 5 team in college basketball. Oh, my. Yeah. And that's a El Paso for me. <laughs> you want no part of it. Nothing. Uh, nothing to do with this. This is one of the weirder things you will see. A team that's ranked higher. Sorry, Auburn's ranked too. I didn't put Auburn's ranked ranking down on this, but South Carolina is ranked higher than Auburn. Auburn is ranked higher on Ken Palm than South Carolina, but the number is 11 and a half. Uh, what, uh, what, what are we missing here? I don't know. I am completely and totally confused. Uh, it's over 10, right? It's a 10 point win. According to Ken Palm, 74, yeah. 64, 11 and a half. It was 12 and open. Was bet down half a point. I don't get it. We we talked briefly after our late night meeting last night, and you mentioned that number. I that's too high. I did. It's dog. That's it. South Carolina is nine and one ATS away from home this year on the road. Yep, nine and one. Yeah, so. I got to be missing something. Auburn's I'm really good. Really at home. They just missed like I mean, with really this good, number. Really good I, home. I I mean, again, Ken Palm has it as 10. So, I mean, you're getting a point and a half of value there with on a, on a Ken Palm projection, but number is so high. I mean, that is like, wait. It has to be a master problem or something in question. For To put a conference game with a team that that's good on the road over 10, I don't know, something, something. I'd be sitting there in a room asking everybody, Find something about South Carolina. Maybe somebody playing. There's got to be something there that we don't see. I mean, ranking wise, Auburn is 13, South Carolina is 11. <laughs> so I mean, the road team is higher is, is is a higher ranked team, and they're catching 11 and a half points. Yeah, I mean, I got no problem if this is eight, right? Okay, okay. you know, or even nine, nine and a half. It, it just when you get to the double digits, this is supposed to be a blowout. 
okay. Uh, it's dog. Hundred mm, percent. Uh, Tennessee's on the road against Arkansas. They are laying eights here on this one. I still look. I know people don't like Tennessee. I I can't quit them. They just lost on the road to A and M. They're on the road against Arkansas. This is an eleven point win according to Kempom, but the number is only eight. People, it's weird. Like better is the market. They don't trust Tennessee. They like them way more than I do. I like Tennessee a lot. <laughs> Unless a team is really, really horrendous. Yeah. Like DePaul. 10 is the line of demarcation on the road. Okay. Don't put it up more than 10. So even if you think this should be 10, you put up eight. You know, you have North Carolina last night, eight and a half against yeah. a terrible, Syracuse. sorry, CBW, terrible Syracuse. Team. But they shot the lights out and they played zone defense. It was outstanding right. last night. Oh. Right. So, you Their know, Cuse was great. You, you just, you can't lay. Ladies' numbers, but I mean Tennessee's the side. I, I I wouldn't want Arkansas with less than ten, right? You know, but I don't know. This is this is might be the the day. Is this in better to book it? Did you nope. use this game? I can't oh, use it. I I would lay I, I would lay the points though. I right. even even on the road. I I don't like Arkansas at all. They're at home and they they beat Duke at home. I mean Bud Walton Arena can be rocking with especially with the with the Vols going in there. It's college basketball. It's on Here's the road. A, ask, ask this in the poll. We we got to have the people vote in the poll. Uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee minus eight, Arkansas plus eight. You guys pick it right now. What would you What would you decide? So we'll vote on that. What does Tyler have it? At, I wonder. Uh, that's a good question. It's a, again, it's eleven point win according to Kempom. So All right. poll is up. You guys vote. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I agree with LL here. I mean, they're laying numbers on the road in college basketball is an absolute minefield. But then Pitt, you watch that and you're like, okay, Virginia's laying six. Pitt couldn't miss last night against Virginia. Right. They hit everything. Like it was right. insane. I'm watching the game going, like, oh my God, every three went in basically. And they blew the Cavaliers off their home floor. So right. it's not like an automatic thing where like a road team can't go in there and shoot the lights out and win a game. So. You know, I, I do agree. It's difficult to to lay that, but I don't well, know. She has it eight and a half, pretty much everywhere now. Okay, it so is. it's up. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would bet the eight with Tennessee. I, I think eight. I think Tennessee is the side. It's probably going that way too. So if you guys are looking at it and want to have a play, uh, I'd probably lay eight and eight and a half. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, UNLV's laying points at Fresno. Yep. How bad is Fresno? Just beat New Mexico. Uh on the road uh, at home. What do you do with the NBA tonight? Like, what? Like, what do you do? I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out a way to put all the games in because I was like, I'm not betting it. I'm not touching a single game tonight. Prop side, nothing. One, no part of it. Nothing. This is one, two, three, Cancun. Like, this is just so many guys tonight. I love this thing. I'm gonna actually next time I get out to field with the kids and coach. Yep. When we get to be doing our last tournament or last week of practice, I'm gonna say one, two, three, Cancun. Put your hands together and give me a one, two, three, Cancun. Hat tip to the boys on. Because that's where your minds are. You're all thinking of Cancun. Yep. I'm stealing it, obviously, from from Kenny Kenny and the boys on TNT. But that's that's what this is tonight. This is everybody has their plane tickets ready to go. They get multiple days off. Like, I want no part of anything tonight. I don't know. Let's scan a board real quick. Knicks plus the points against Orlando. (laughs) Enjoy it. All right. Pissed off uh, Knicks team after what happened like against the Rockets. Holy crap. Philly's laying three <laughs> against Miami. Mm. <laughs> Don't know about that. 
Cleveland's a big number against. The I don't Bulls. mind that a big business. I don't mind go Wemby, but Wemby's on the road. I like betting Wembyama's over rebounds at home. He's right. at Dallas, so I'm yep. a little bit concerned about that. But his last game, he had a triple double with double digit blocks. So I mean, yeah, play the hot hand, sure. I mean, Wembyama's incredible right now. I feel like I've talked to you literally for 24 hours, and we I have. was wearing the same Phoenix. You were outfit last night i was right on the chair and i said you know what i'm gonna wear the phoenix stuff and try to get all the phoenix hats that i have in okay. i've actually had them all in my head at least once right they're beating detroit that's one of those things that you see that number it closed yesterday 13 with the lakers they won by 14 yep now they're both on back to backs so they should cancel each other out this tells me that phoenix is power rated by some people the same as the lakers mm-hmm. what by the way, breaking news, uh, just recently on the Pat McAfee show in the last hour, Adam Silver said, yes, Las Vegas is, quote, definitely on our list for expansion franchises. So if you were curious, perfect, we, we are getting a basketball team here. What so. exactly we need? More stuff. That's great. <laughs> just don't put it down on a strip. Uh, they're going to put it down by the South Outlets. Would be the get would be the most likely spot for it. OK, that I can. Uh, that's fine. That's, that's there's that's good. That's a good. That, that's fine. All right. I don't mind this to juice. I don't yeah. know. They wouldn't play at T-Mobile. It doesn't make no sense to me. I would. I think they will temporarily. But there's a a pretty powerful owner who's already got a championship under his belt, who's not really looking to share his arena with anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember the T because the UFC has second right or refusal at the moment. First right is the Knights. Second right is t- is the UFC. So you have to okay it with them to get in? Oh, yeah. If you're going to do a concert, you can do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. To book T-Mobile Arena, conference championships, all them has to be signed off upon by the Knights and then by the UFC. They've got wow. first Wow. So you're going to come in. An NBA team will come in. They'll be the third option with to book events. With 41 home dates, that's going to be a scheduling problem. You think? And that's the whole point. That's the Knights' point. That's what Bill Foley's point is. Going, oh. wait, 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 wait. You're not going to mess with our schedule. We pick first. Then Dana picks. Then you pick. Oh, wow. Okay. And Dana does five to seven events a year at T-Mobile. So, wow. you know, road trips and home stands and everything else, it gets kind of oh, complicated. Yeah. It gets com- complicated and it's got to be. And know, there's a lot of other things that goes on at that T-Mobile. hundred percent. Oh, I mean, the whole week in March, right? You have the whole week of March of the big of, of conference oh, championship games yeah. that are going to be taken over there. You've got all sorts of concerts. Well, not and, anymore. The Pac-12 is bye-bye. Yeah, but I still think the yeah. Mountain West Conference goes there. I still no, think that, the Mountain West sustained to Thomas and Mac. I don't know. They want they want out. They don't like the fact they play on UNLV's home court. They don't like it. Oh well, the conference I mean, doesn't like it. Move it for that, but wow, conference would per, would much rather play on a neutral floor, even in Vegas. Much rather play on a neutral than play on the home gym and the home rims that that the Rebels practice and play on every day. Houston's laying points at Memphis. I mean, Memphis yeah. is on a nine game losing streak, but Houston is on the, the road. road. Yucks. In the NBA, like record wise against the spread. That's that's strange. Sacramento and Denver's the best game on the board. Uh Clippers Golden State's interesting. Golden State it is catching the Clippers off a of back to back. By the way, did you see the report that the Warriors tried to trade for LeBron? What? For real? Or is they just floating that out there? They did because Rich Paul is the is is the agent for Draymond Green, which is the oh. agent for agent for LeBron share an agent. 
So they had, they called Jeannie bus had a conversation with the Warriors brass about LeBron and they went to LeBron and said, do you want to go to the Warriors? He said, no, but they were, wow. they kicked the tires and trading for LeBron James, Really, the Warriors to, to take LeBron and LeBron said, no, but interesting that, that comes out by the way. Like, I mean, people, yeah. call, people call all the time, but it came out that LeBron said, I want to stay. So maybe playing some voting Arkansas plus the points against Tennessee. It's a lot of points. I'm not 67%. Whoa. Holy crap. Uh Oh, we're heavy on that. I don't know if I am careful guys on that, but yeah, LeBron and Lakers said no. Yeah. They they, they both, they called about him and jumped all in, you know, Houston is not good this year. Did you, they're good at home. The two different, they're literally Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, they're very good at home. They're very good at home. They'll beat anybody, but on the road, not so much. Uh, guys, do me a favor. Have a fun Valentine's Day. Tell me what's going on if you're watching on Sports Grid or listening on Sirius XM. I hope you have a wonderful night. I hope you're ending your night wonderfully here with you guys enjoying your night. I hope you all have a phenomenal and fun time here on Valentine's Day. But if you guys are with us, if you are live on our YouTube channel or live on Twitter. People are all mad at me on Twitter already. It's great. I'm getting all the hate. It's phenomenal. Matt, by this, by my butt. It's great. Absolutely love it. Bonus time. You'll get some more because there's other things to discuss that we can't discuss here, but we can discuss it on bonus time. Oh, boy. (laughs) So we didn't talk about steak and blowjob day. Hold on. (laughs) What did you say? We didn't talk about BJ and steak day. We didn't talk about that because. What? Is that a thing? In some relationships, sure. Yeah, some relationships, sure. I I gotta put my headband on for this because this one I may start sweating. What the hell is this? You know what that is? It, it's supposed to be on the fourteenth of March. It's one month after Valentine's Day. I've fifty three years old. I've never heard of this. What? Come on. What is this? You've never heard of this? It's the guy's Valentine's Day. You said there's no reciprocation. Well, that unless you go ahead and unless you participate in that, there's no official. I can't say that public. I can't say that on Sports Grid. <laughs> but that's—I mean, you that, could, and then it might cancel us. But that's okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's you no. Know, that's the, the. That is the. Reciprocal. So you get—is that a two-team parlay? Yeah, yeah, you get steak and a PJ. A PJ yeah, yeah. What's the price for that? <laughs> Free, luckily. <laughs> Except Free. Steak, you buy the steak, but I mean, you know. Oh. Yeah. What? That's. You know, she go out for a steak dinner that locks it up March 14th. Yeah, that's that's technically when it's supposed to happen if you participate. But this it's just some made up shit. I ain't ever heard of this. <laughs> it's, it's, this is news to me, too, JC from KC. Oh, this is this is not this what is not, in the hell yes. are you talking about? I did say this last year, Joel. See, the, the brigade keeps us sharp. I wasn't Jesus. listening last year, Joel. <laughs> Please, we had a lot of shit going on. Yes. Now we're on our own. I can listen to the show while I do it too. <laughs> Before I had to be very careful. And people trying to sabotage us and all that. Pretty much. Stuff. Yeah. I, it's it's a very it's a it's a real thing, but it just depends upon whether or not you actually have to have to tangle in that, obviously, for that to happen. So <laughs> you know, if she doesn't want to partake in it, that ain't happening. <laughs> so like <laughs> it has to be the ones. You know, but that's any doubt we were ever, never, ever, ever getting (laughs) off late night. If anybody's still watching or listening, thank you very much. But I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. 
This is definitely news to me. March 14th, I'm yes. writing that shit down on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck in that conversation. Yeah. You can't bring that up after 20 years of marriage. Hey, by the way, I'm introducing something new. <laughs> Always nope. trying to reinvent yourself. <laughs> Look, we can look forward uh, to something more than March Madness. You, you got to tape that because that that conversation would be the greatest conversation. Oh, she's going to be like, he said what? <laughs> P-Roll said what? No, we said it. Go listen to the show. That would be it's amazing. It's Beach. Everybody knows about this. Oh, it's oh. too good. It's oh. phenomenal. <laughs> if that were to happen. Yeah. I, everybody who's married, go try that with your wife. Go, go, go. Hey, hey, honey, I'm going to introduce something new to the, <laughs> the relationship. Right. Um, you get today, but on March 14th, I get something. She's right. going to go, excuse me. <laughs> like, what exactly are you talking about, Matt? Um, no, <laughs> that is not happening. Yeah, but that ain't gonna work. I, I mean, that's I, I already bet the no price. Somebody, I don't even know what somebody no, said. I somebody no said it, it, the, that's for the new relationships. Yes, I would agree with that. That is for uh, the new relationships. Can kind of shit worked in the beginning. Sure, yeah. If you, it, 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 I think I had two relationships where we where we did that for fun. That was sort of really? part of it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was just like a fun little thing. It was like a fun little, you know, you put it on the calendar. Not that you're scheduling it out, but it's kind of like a fun little thing. So yeah. Just depends well, on I had not. the boys in college. They did they did it right. I I took my girlfriend at the time out to dinner, and they got the dorm room. They set up a table, put candles in it, dropped rose petals, like it was crazy. I didn't know what they were doing, and I walked in, and she was so excited, and I was like, "I'm dead. I'm <laughs> never going to be able to do this again." Like you guys killed me. Right? You guys did a great job. But what the hell am I going to do next year? <laughs> I, you know, we went to like CC Peppers was the steak place. Nice. Steaks. Oh, nice I did that, man. My soft. I remember I did that my sophomore year. I took a girl that I liked a lot. I, I, I told, it was our, it was our second date. W- learned that hard lesson of like, you can't overshoot. Like you can't go too high. Oh, like I took her to like a really nice restaurant for the second date on Valentine's day. And it was like awkward. It was like, this is way too fast. Way <laughs> like, too much. Way too much. And I didn't know. Oh. I was a sophomore. I was 18, 19 years old. I was stupid. But like, oh. you, le- you learn that lesson of like, you got to kind of, you can't press the gas pedal down. <laughs> like you, gotta, you can't just floor it. You got to be careful with it and how you do it. Cause it is a delicate thing in the beginning. So learning that lesson wasn't, and, and plus I was out like 250 for the dinner. So like, that's what I mean. I don't have no money right. to take it, go to a nice joint, but we went yeah. and had just cheesesteaks because she liked this place and I liked this place. So we went yeah. and, and had cheesesteaks and hung out oh, whatever, and be. Back in the room. And that was the big surprise, you know, put nice. on a little sweat, make it last forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little, you know, working it, walked in the room, hit play on the boom box. Music was on. Candles were there, a lighter. They put a lighter on a table, didn't smoke. They left me a lighter. The guys <laughs> thought of everything for me. What is that? Married long enough, you get in and out and a pat on the head. Which head, big business? What are you talking about? Way to go. <laughs> Substitution. Yes. Set the bar Somehow, low early. Yes, I agree. Set the bar low. 100%. You got to ramp up. You can't 100%. start in a penthouse and go. You got nowhere Agreed. to go with that. I learned that lesson. That's what somebody said to me. Said, what do you do next? Said, what do you do? You, you, it, 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 what, go to Boston? Like, what do you do? Like, you took the nicest place in, in all of Amherst, Mass. You took her to the nicest restaurant. What are you going to do? 
Like you can't, there's no, I was like, yeah, I screwed up. Did you dress like, up? Uh, I mean, as much as like a 19 year old in college can dress up. I right. mean, like, <laughs> what's like, what to call? right. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like a button down shirt and like khakis. Shirt call. khakis. That's it. Khaki that's, pants. that's dressing up when yep. you're in college. Yeah. So shirt you know, that, collar and khakis. That's yeah, it. it was a that's, big deal. that's all that it was. Jeez. So on that. Yeah. Hey. So enjoy it, fellas. It should be fun. Uh, <laughs> time now for better or better. <laughs> Uh, this would be pretty quick because I, I think you're pretty much in agreement on most of them, but South Carolina plus 11 at 11 and a half. Bet it. Uh, I like Penn State tonight at home Bet against it. Michigan State. I, I, I like your team here to, to go in there uh, and have an opportunity. Penn, uh, Michigan State is 2 6 and 1 ATS on the road this year. Not a good team away from home. Different yeah, type of team. Gonna be, this is going to be a good game. I think Penn State, uh, Penn needs State it. has a very good shot at winning the game. And then I'm going to go a little off board here. St. Joe's tonight. I, I, I think St. Joe's is a team that people. Uh, not that people are sleeping on them, but I like St. Joseph's tonight. I've always liked the Hawk, but they've got Loyola Chicago tonight. It's a four-point loss, according to Kempom. The line is four. It's and, down three and a half everywhere now. Ooh, I like it. Here we yeah. go, because Loyola Chicago hasn't been great at home uh, this season. So I'm taking the Hawks here on the road in Chicago. Better right. book it. I'd say I'd say book this one. Okay, I'm, I'm just looking I'll at take- it. I got one for you. Okay. Uwe Pui, I-U-P-U-I, is at Detroit Mercy. Oh, and 26. Welcome to the sports gambling. This is everyone's bet tonight. How can this lose? How can the dog lose and not cover the spread? I have no idea. They're 0-26, and they're favored by four, and everyone's going in. They're favored by five and a half now. Five and a half now. Everyone's taking mercy. How can you bet Detroit mercy? This is No one gives a fuck about Detroit mercy until they're 0-26. Right. And now, yes. You take the dog here, right? Ooey pooey. Probably. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's... It's Albert's a Detroit. Yeah, everyone's on it. Everyone's on it. Like it's literally everyone's on it. Yeah. Well, Detroit Mercy was fun last year, Addison, but not so much this year. Fun uh, for the I, wrong. I reasons. would say at five and a half, I would say book it. If you're gonna lay five and a half, I'd say book it. You right. take the dog. No, no, no. Take the dog. I'm saying yeah. take five and a half. Pooey, pooey, Bet it. It's six now at DraftKings. It's it's six now, Butchie. Is it? Everyone's six betting. It. Everyone's on it. They're group all playing think. the favorites. Fade the public group group thing. What the hell are they all playing a favorite for? I don't know. I completely agree. How many uh, times you got to get you know patted on the head? Do <laughs> you stop? <laughs> uh, favorite thing about today is what? What the Valentine's Day rant? That was outstanding. <laughs> I went and got you a cupcake. Oh, oh thank you. Cupcake. Love, love. Yeah. Oh, good. What flavor is it? Uh, vanilla. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I stole it from downstairs on the way upstairs to do the show. I said, "Oh, I got to get P. Roll a Valentine's Day present because he likes it so much." So, uh, um, yeah, the Valentine's Day rant is an all timer. If you guys didn't listen to it live, go back and listen to it or watch it. It's about halfway through the show, I believe, at the sixty-five minute mark of the show. Go back and listen to it, but. The other favorite thing about today, you did a great job, by the way. That was great. And mm-hmm. I tried to uh, try to put as many hats on and keep the people entertained that were <laughs> watching me while listening to you. It was good stuff. Um, the other favorite thing about today is a reminder that March 21st and 22nd, Thursday, Friday, is the Resorts World Show. Yeah. Um, 
We met some people last night at the book, some people in town that are still in town today or just showed up on Sunday night or Monday for the FTSA conference. And um, (laughs) we met a guy named Ryan from Iowa. We did. I walked out of the elevator to Cosmo and he stopped me in my tracks, scared the crap out of me actually. and said, you're the kid sink. And I'm like, I am. What's up? He goes, I love your show. Which one? The BBB thing. I was like, oh, you know, parole. He goes, yeah, I'm in Iowa. I said, you want to meet him? He said, yeah. We went over. We took a picture somewhere. Ryan is with his wife today down at the Cosmo talking about the night that he met me and you, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Met another guy at the book, all that other stuff. It was a lot of fun. Stuff's happening. We can't explain it. Oh, wow. Whitrock grew up in Bettendorf. There we go. Nice. That's the guy. Well, that's That's not the guy. Yeah. not the guy. But but that's uh, the guy. Yeah. From Bettendorf. He said that. I thought he was kidding. I was like, there's a place called Bettendorf. He's like, yeah. "Yeah." Iowa. That's really yeah. Bedore, Iowa. Yeah. He I had a big Iowa Hawkeyes. He just a uh, bunch of Iowa, Iowa Hawkeye pictures and stuff. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. So that was, th- that was fun. So that was that that was my other favorite thing about yeah, today. So that see meeting Mac- last night turned into a further meeting probably today. People having speaking engagements. There were other guys running wingman for other people. Um and I told him yeah. happy Valentine's Day. Be careful. <laughs> I have class, so I can't cut it till after class, but I will cut that and post it. I'll post the whole rant on our YouTube channel later today. So you will get the whole rant. Don't worry. This is not my favorite thing about today, but I just have to pass it along because it's sickening. Uh, Casey police have confirmed that at least eight to 10 people have been shot during the chief's Super Bowl parade. Multiple children are currently being treated at the children's mercy hospital in Kansas city for gunshot wounds. Um, There's video out. I just saw of the public tackling one of the suspects. There's three people in custody for uh, suspected being involved in this shooting. It, but there's so many cameras and so many people who have been taping things. But we we can't go to a fucking parade. I can't take my kid to a happy celebration. And I got to worry about, you know, people opening fire. Like, wh- where can we go anymore? Like, where, 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 where can we go? <laughs> like... Nothing is nothing, we can't go anywhere. Nothing is safe anymore. Every single time we have something like this now, it feels like it's happening over and over again. Kids got shot going to a fucking parade to celebrate a championship. Pisses me off. Infuriates me. I mean, we want to go out with our kids. We want, we want to celebrate these things. And yes, I agree. Yes, those dudes that tackle one of the suspects, legendary guys. Like, yeah, 100%. The Heroes. video is um, video's unbelievable. The guy, they just, you see like four dudes just jump on top of this guy. It's awesome. I was watching it quickly. It was, it's, it's pretty cool. So, but that's going to go around fast and it's, it just sucks. It just absolutely sucks. You know, <sighs> can't, can't even begin to explain to your children, you know, daddy, why are we, why are we hiding? We went to a parade, you know, <laughs> why are we running? We went to a parade. 
So not my favorite thing about today, but just wanted nope. to pass it along. And it can happen anywhere. Yeah, it can. It just it can happen right? in Kansas City. Absolutely fucking sucks. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you humoring me today. That was fun to get that off my chest. It's always fun to have a, have, a, have, a, have a rant. Yes, it's, it's, it's always good. Now I, get, now I get to go pretend I like Valentine's Day in my class at UNLV. So get to go and go and, 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 and figure that out. Why is Patrick Foster calling me right now? What is going on? Why is he calling me right now? What is that? Know. Did he call you? What did he call me? He never called before in his life. What did he call me for? That's bizarre. Wow. That's I'm doing this show, Foster. Come on, dude. You know we're on the air. What the hell? <laughs> BVB back tomorrow. Thank you for being here. Back for another Thursday edition of BVB tomorrow. Hello. Hey, I got you now. Yeah, no, I hung up on you. I'm on the I was just getting done with the show. What's up? Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, so we kind of had a 